From the 24-hour newsroom, we've got traffic and weather on the 4s, the 7s, the 13s, the 17s, the 21s, the 24s, the 29s, the 34s, 37s. 41s. Yep, 44s, 49s, 53s, 57s, and... That's it. Okay. All right. And now this is traffic and weather together, and here we go. We've Our got forecast is for right showers today, turning cloudy overnight with the possibility of... Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. Well, true to form, I lead off our podcast with the announcement of another passing. Uh, this they is happen a, every day. This, they happen every day. They seem to, don't they? Yeah. Uh, Doctor John. I don't know if you know much about him. But I've been in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I said the right thing, but it must have used the wrong line. He uh, he was a New Orleans uh, musician, quite prolific. And if you look at albums of a certain vintage, mostly from the 1970s and early 80s, almost always you will discover that he is uh, a studio musician on somebody else's album. Uh, and uh, you'll you just see his name on there. Mac Rebenack in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he was a prolific, you know, reliable piano player. And so they would bring him in on other people's albums. If you want the go-to piano player, he was your guy in a certain genre of music, uh, rock and roll most specifically, mm-hmm. or blues. And, uh, and now he belongs he? to the ages. How old was he when he passed? He was 149 years old, so, which surprised me. Yeah. No, he was uh, like 77, which also sounded kind of old to me. I didn't I, I, I didn't think he was that old. I thought he was around my age, 32, yeah. but uh, it turns uh, out he was 77, so. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how he died, but he must have been in the right place. Must have been the wrong time. So, this is an unusual situation where we are doing this podcast, in that I have moved my computer, my laptop, outdoors. I'm sitting on the back deck of our house. Beautiful day here. I'm in central Oregon. Yep. There's a bicycle trail. You've been here before. There's a bicycle trail about 30 feet away from where I'm sitting. So they'll, you might hear people coming by with little kids, little dogs, and and all of that in a beautiful, sunshiny day. Meanwhile, you are also in a uh, unique situation, at least for this podcast. I'm in California. I am in California in my hotel room, which I am dying to get out of. So as soon as we wrap this, po- I've just been here working, and I'm I need to get out of this hotel. Room. That's what I hear. I just yeah. it's just that's it, what I read dri- on Facebook. Yeah, it just drives you stir crazy sometimes, and it's very nice, you know, to have. I got to tell you, I've been on, this has been a long trip. This is a 12-dayer, so, but it's really nice to have somebody make your bed every day. 
Um, does Patty make your bed every day? Yes, I'm ashamed to say. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's so nice, isn't that nice to have somebody make your bed every day? Yeah, but I and I mean when I tr- when I tr- think of it, I I make it. See, I get up much earlier. I get up maybe two, even three right. hours earlier than her. So, right. I so, knew I knew that about you guys. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but so that's last no one out has for to me. Make the not bed. that makes sense. Yeah, there's no excuse for me. Well, you, you could. You could make the bed when you got up. You could just make your half. <laughs> I could. And I have to tell you, uh, when I was a bachelor for some years, uh, I never made my bed. I just didn't. I never made sense to me. No, that doesn't surprise me. I'm not. Well, I'm just but gasping. I mean, why do you make your bed if it's just because, you? Because. If it's just because. you. Because. It, it's it's there's something about that sort of piece of your life having um, uh, you have control over it it has order to it it's it's a great way to start your day where your bed is made it's like it's a messy messy what's the saying messy bed messy head so you gotta you well, gotta make your that, bed every that day adds up you well make yeah, your I, bed every I, day. everything you said is really really good except that I still am not persuaded that it it just seems like there's better things to do with time than make the it bed. A bed. In my philosophy always is, of course. Well, it's just going to get messed up again when I go back to bed. So why? So why make it in the first place? Oh no! But there's nothing better than at the at the end of the day when you're tired and you have a nice crisp crisply made up bed if you don't make it nice it's even crispier you get in you do you really get want to get into a big old frumpy messed up bed that's a the sheets are all balled up with hair in them and stuff <laughs> that doesn't sound relaxing at oh, all to you me. described my bed perfectly yeah <laughs> and, I, and i'm always so, curious my head is on the pillow right and yet why is it that if i examine the pillow closely the next day there are pubes on the pillowcase. Now that doesn't make any sense. Well, what am I doing? I I must be completely co- jerking myself all around and getting upside down and sideways. Yeah. Be careful what you say there. Yeah, you don't want to know. That's too much upside down. You turn me. You give love and speak to me. Round and round you turn me. Upside down, boy you turn. So, so the the point is, I it's been a it's been a long trip. I've been working hard, meeting wonderful people, but it's really nice. I, I I'm looking forward to getting home, but I got to get out of this hotel room today. Okay. So having the bed being made is all great, and I'm staying at a place here. Oh, I'm just gonna say it. It's the Hilton. I'm staying at the Hilton, and it is nice once in a while. And I don't do this all the time because I'm not somebody who's like, oh, well, who the hell does she think she is? Get room service all the time, but occasionally I'll get room service just because it's nice to have that on a night off. So I get here uh, to this hotel a couple of nights. Why have ago. room service when you're just gonna have to eat again? What do you mean? I'm, I'm what are you talking about? I'm trying to circle back to the bed making thing. <laughs> Not very effectively. <laughs> that was a bad call back. Yeah, so it was. I uh, had one night, I had Thursday night, I didn't have to teach, and I had uh, HBO and all sorts of good movies in the room. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go order room service and drink a little wine and just stay in here and have a great meal and watch movies. So I call down to room service. Very nice people. 
very polite. Yes, ma'am. Miss, Miss Foster, what can we get you? And I said, oh, gosh, I, you know, I think I would love a, a, a Caesar salad. And can you add some salmon on that? Make that nice and You know, um, can I just interrupt you for a moment? I, what, You're doing the, the voice of the uh, the concierge or whoever it was that is taking yes. your order. Yes, that, Ms. Foster. that was that sounded like that would be possible, but the pleasantness of which you're making the order as yourself just doesn't sound like you. <laughs> How do I sound? Well, Nervous. I just think you wouldn't be. I mean, you you're sounding just as. Just as pleasant and just as official. I was for once. I was very pleasant. You were. I was getting room service. Oh, okay. All right. I, that's my whole point. Is I had a night off and I was ordering room. I'm very so. Happy. So if somebody's were... nice is pleasant to you, then you're going to reflect that <laughs> yes. pleasantness. Yes. In your yes. but if but if they are like yeah, what do you want? Then then yeah. you're yeah. then that's where well, you will be too. I think we're all give, like that. A little spoiler here. That's all going to go down the toilet in about in about 20 minutes oh, I shouldn't have interrupted story, okay so. <laughs> so you're saying you want a, a Caesar salad and a little of this I'd love I'd love a little salmon oh of course we can do that could you is it all could you also possibly slice up some avocado and put Ooh. that on the side that would Ooh, be lovely <gasps> absolutely and and um would you like some wine yes I would love some wine fabulous red, red wine go to my Okay, so we'll be up in about 20 minutes, and we will bring you your room service. So, I'm all, all right, 20 minutes. Are you rubbing your hands together there, or your my, legs? My, my feet, actually. Oh, your feet, okay. <laughs> so, I'm all excited, because <laughs> I don't normally get waited on, and I don't get my bed made often, so it's very nice. Yeah. So, I, so finally, the knock comes to at the door. And I'm like, wee, and I run across the room, and I, wee. I, this little piggy went to market, this little piggy stayed home, this little piggy had roast beef, this little piggy had none, and this little piggy cried, wee, 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 all the way home. I run, I open the door. And the guy, really nice guy, and he's standing there, and he has a big paper sack, a big sack, like a big grocery bag. Hmm. And and you can imagine, so you know my face, and then you know my resting bitch face. So I went from wee <laughs> to what the F is that? So and, a wee, wee backwards, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, here's your room service. And I'm like. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. What is this? What is this? And I open the bag. There's plastic forks. There's oh, no. everything. Everything is in a, um, oh, no. a box and, and uh, it's boxed and it's in plastic and it, like you'd like a takeout delivery type of a deal. Even the wine is in a little plastic cup with a lid on it. Oh, a $10, $10 glass of wine in, in plastic. And I said... Uh, and it was what? a dink, was it a dinky glass of wine? Yeah, it was a dinky glass of wine too. So on top of everything, it was dinky. So <laughs> you can In fact, pretty that much was the wine, dinky of California. Right? Yes, that was a good year. I didn't kitty, I didn't kitty, I didn't kitty. Oh, what a tune for crooning! 
But you, so you can, you know exactly what my reaction was. You know me well. What was my reaction, Pat? Well, I'll tell you what my reaction would be. It would be utter, I would be utterly crestfallen, disappointed, but I probably would not say anything to the server. <gasps> really? Why wouldn't you say anything to him? Because I'm a He's wimp. The- <laughs> I'm a wimp, and, and plus, I mean, I can't change their policy by getting outraged. I mean, this is what this is what oh, they they call oh, room co- service at this contraire, point. Contraire, mo frere. That's how change happens in this world. Oh, so, what did you, you do? If you if you're quiet, nothing changes because they think you're happy. Fair enough. If you if you if you squeak the wheel, you get the oil. But you know, so you I, know the way I approach things, and you know this about me, is that I. I, when, if that came to me, I would just think, this is great. I, this is something I can talk about on our podcast or <laughs> a radio show or something, because this is outside of the, what I expected. Therefore, exactly. it's interesting. Exactly. It's a story. Well, I was I was outraged. I wasn't disappointed or crestfallen. I was outraged. You and I have very different um, reactions to how we feel. So, what did you say? To first them? of all, well, let me let me first of all say to you this. So, so you you have your menu item. Do you know how much you're paying extra for them to haul their hiney up the up the elevator <laughs> to come to your room and bring you your food? Do you know how much that is? Uh, oh, the service fee. Yeah, there aren't they like seventeen percent now? Twenty percent up charge. Twenty percent. Yeah. And a three dollar delivery fee. So if so you add twenty three percent, you're paying. And pretty then, much. It, and then you probably are also expected to offer a tip beyond that. They, yeah, they say there's an eighteen percent gratuity included, all that. But I always feel bad. I don't know why. I should. I always tip extra on the room service. So the point is this: you're you're paying a premium for a bag of food to be slapped down in front of your door. And I just, I just, I couldn't take it. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, um, this, this is not room service. This is, this is takeout. I, I thought room service was on a tray with a plate and, 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 and real forks and a wine glass and salt pepper shakers and a little <laughs> mint and all that and, and, and a cloth napkin. Yeah, well, you know, this is um, this is how we're the company's doing it now, and these things are all biodegradable. And I, so, I looked at me, I so what? I so what you're saying is you're doing this now because you're trying to be environmentally friendly. Well, let me. I, I said, and I don't want to get into a debate with you uh, about environment and how much more it costs you them to create these things and it did the one china plate your one china piece of china you're going to serve me on we could get into that whole debate um how much it costs to recycle this stuff that is supposedly biodegradable all of those costs that go into that i didn't want to get into it On the oceans and upon our seas, fish full of mercury. I just said, I just think that if you're going to charge 20% and $3, tell people on the phone. I don't think that's that's out of uh, the realm of politeness to say, by the way, ma'am, we're bringing your food <laughs> in a paper bag. Are you good with that? Because I would have you're said, no, do- I'll come yeah. down to the restaurant. Yeah. By the way, ma'am. Well, no, why not? Uh, why the, Why wouldn't in, in, they? By the why way, ma'am, wouldn't they? Get, get rid of any of your previous 
uh, beliefs <laughs> exactly. about room service, anything exactly. expected. And this is going to be the funny part of this. This is going to be so far short of what you're <laughs> expecting that you're probably, and many of our customers do this, they just throw back their heads and laugh. <laughs> And you're going to laugh even harder when you see that we have charged you 18% plus another, what is it, 3%, Three. whatever. <coughs> $3 for a delivery yeah. fee. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you'll be happy as you get into your bed, which, by the way, was made for you. <laughs> Out of uh, paper. You'll be happy in knowing that all of what you just did was biodegradable. Yeah. I just wanted you're helping the planet you can stick your biodegradable you know where the sun doesn't (laughs) shine I so I took a picture of it and I posted it on Twitter and I hashtagged them Hilton fail and I was just furious about the whole thing I was mad so so the next so the next night um I said, well, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to order room service. I'm going to go down to the bar. I'm going to go down to the restaurant and order my meal. And then when it comes on a real plate with silverware, I'm going to say, could I get a tray to take this back up to my room? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's how I fix that little problem. They're like, the guy goes, well, you know, we have room service. And I just looked at him. I said, you kind of don't. It's really just a takeout delivery. I said, "I, I, I just want... I just want a real plate. I don't think that's being too demanding, and I don't think that's being unreasonable. Well, and you know I where said, this is all headed, of course. Uh, I where? thought you were going to say that you were going to go down to the restaurant, down to the nightclub, and they would also serve you in a paper bag <laughs> with plastic silverware. <laughs> And say, oh yeah, well this this is the new way restaurants are going, ma'am. New way See, we do. We want to be biodegradable. It well, just seems yeah, well. You're mostly just degradable. It just seems like a ridiculous, oh, a ridiculous policy to adopt. Yeah, if you're really going to embrace it, then you should do that in the restaurant too. Why is it just us room service people who are getting the short end of the stick here? Well, not only your... that, but you're probably paying more money to get the room service than you are in the restaurant. That's what I said. You're paying 20%, yeah. a 20% upcharge and a 3% well, that must be delivery fee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, anyway, I'm just, so that's what I did. I took my tray because I, I said, yeah, you guys have room service, but not, not like, not like on a real plate. Wow. So, so I've, so yeah, I'm, are... I'm in a huge snit. I'm in a huge snit. They know it. I'm pretty sure they're back there spitting in my food or doing all sorts of things into my food, which is the risk you take when you make a complaint at a restaurant because you never know what, how they're going to, you know, retaliate. Well, but... you should be able to tell by the taste. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe not. I put a lot of salt on my food, so maybe yeah. not. Well, I think so what anyway. you should do today is go out and buy, go to the Rite Aid store and buy all the wine you want there. I did. Which is a lot cheaper. I and, did. And generally uh, will come in a bottle and not in a plastic glass. Well, I get my wine in a box, so yeah. So well, there's that's even, that. That's good. Yeah, and you, you know, get yourself like two or three boxes. I mean, because you're going to, you know, <laughs> you're going to be you're gonna be there for another day. And I will give to you summer wine. Oh, summer wine. No, here's the thing. If you go down to the bar, they give you a real glass. So I already, I have a real glass. 
that I took back to my room so I can drink it out of a real glass. But this plastic um, cup, I saved it, um, and I'll, I'll post a picture of it. It's by ecoproducts.com, and it's a real, I mean, that's a real plastic glass, but it says that it is compostable in What was that noise you just did? I was just tapping the plastic so you could hear it. It's a plastic cup. Yeah, that sounded cup. like a rat running across the room. It's a plastic cup, and it says it's compostable in commercial facilities. Um, and it says those facilities may not exist in your area. Uh, made from 100% renewable resources. But remember, you did a story, you shared a story on this podcast about a year ago about recycling and how it might not be exactly uh, uh, eco-friendly, as eco-friendly as people think it is because yeah. of the un- amount of water it takes to, to to recycle things, the amount of energy it takes. Yeah. And so I just It makes everybody wanna... feel good that they're doing I it. I know. And I wish I could <clears throat> know the absolute truth about I know. recycling, I know. but I don't. However, very often I have read that uh, things that you think I put into this container and I put that in this container... It all winds up in the same place. In the place. same place. And, yep. Uh, Thank you very much. And it isn't. Uh, it isn't as efficient. Uh, it, it makes us feel good about ourselves, but uh, it, we aren't necessarily really helping the planet at all. So I right. just say, let's go right back to littering and wasting things. <laughs> well, I it was believe good that enough for our parents and our grandparents. It should be good <laughs> enough for us. Guys like me, we had it made. Those were the days. I believe that the Hilton just didn't do enough of their own research. I think they, a lot of times companies adopt these policies so that they look popular in their customers' eyes without really having any um, anything to back it up. Um, because two guys said it to me, it's biodegradable. They both said it. So yeah. they've well, all they, been they've trained. They've got their marching orders. and yeah. They've all been trained to say it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's biodegradable. It's probably not going to be that much more planet friendly than if you just wash the china dish and the silverware and the one glass I'm going to use on this meal. It's probably not more environmentally friendly. But mm. I, won't, I don't want to get into that. I'm wondering if this is uh, more of a uh, West Coast thing. You're in California. Oregon and Washington, I could see this happening. But I mm-hmm. bet out in, in Omaha, Nebraska, you'd get real food served on real plates with real silverware. Yeah. I think it's just maybe. a very it's just a very, you know, currently trendy thing on the west side yeah. of our country. I think you're right. And it's <clears throat> either gonna end there or it's gonna sweep across the entire nation. Not if not if I have anything to do with it. I'm gonna I've posted it on Twitter. I've 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 sent a I've yelped it. I'm, I put a picture on Yelp. I, I did. I took a picture. I said, here's what room service looks like at the Hilton. And I've got the bag laying half open, and I've got all the plastic, the silver, and I have it just sitting there on the floor. It looks super appetizing, let me tell you. you so know, I just want people to know what they're getting with yeah, they well, I, room service. Yeah, well, I hope service. you feel good about yourself because you, I do. you just made Paris Hilton cry herself to sleep. <laughs> I love Paris in the springtime. I love Paris in the fall. I love Paris in the winter when it drizzles. I love Paris in the summer when it sizzles. I 
Anyway, I'm done complaining for now. I just had to share that. It's very upsetting That's to me. That's an excellent rant. It's a, it's well considered and uh I just feel if you're going to change the norms of anything, you you owe it to people to say, by the way, now, if you've ever ordered room service before, you're probably used to a certain level of of service and uh, uh, style and and, and equipment. But just so you know, this time when you order it, it's not going to be that. Is that so hard to say to people? Just say it. Well, and, and plus, I mean, if you're staying at, uh, you know, Larry's Hotel, or, you know, <laughs> Marvin's Motel, you know, that's one thing. But the Hilton, it has a certain luster to the name that you your expectations are are different than you would if you were just, you know, going to a place that still has pay TV. The with, Howard with Johnson. on top, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. the Howard Johnson. Yeah, you everything comes in a bag. I was looking at a commercial uh, the other night, and they they was for like was a Wyndham, I think it was, Wyndham mm-hmm. Hotels, and and Howard Johnson and Days Inn. I mean, they they had this list very quickly at the end of the commercial that I couldn't believe. I counted maybe twenty different hotel motels that are all now part of the same company. Right, and uh, and I know Hilton owns a lot of other properties. Yeah, you've now got too. you've got the Hilton, you've got the Homewood Suites, you've got the your Hampton Inns, you got your Double Trees, you got your Curio Collection, yeah. and there's one more that's really up there that I can't afford. But those are all Hilton properties. Yeah, and and as a result of these kind of consolidations, that's why they're not probably going to be that responsive to your. In complaint because they aren't really competing with anybody but themselves because they because they own so many properties you know what i'm so saying so what you're saying to me then is yeah. i need to just bend over and take it no. that's what you're saying to me <laughs> no no you know that need is exactly to, no, no that's I, what you're I'm saying i'm not saying to me. bend over and take it. I am not saying and bend over. And don't say anything. <laughs> yes, you are. You're no, saying. No. What are you saying? I'm that... saying just take it. <laughs> but stand oh. up while you're while you're taking it. Come on, the rising wind. We're going up around the bend. I'm not gonna take it. Damn it! It makes uh, me mad. It I know. makes me mad. Okay, I don't all like right. things that are unfair. I, 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 okay. You know, I'm ashamed of myself for saying that I would have just gone along with it. But uh, there is an amount of mu- amusement that comes to me when when companies uh, think that what they're doing is okay. And they, yeah. and they think they, 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 if nobody says anything, we'll just do it. We stayed right. not very long ago at a, well, it was a crummy Motel. I'll say that for the starters. And I told you last year about the the bed bug place we stayed in and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, this this motel, uh, they said, oh, and we have your uh, your gift bag ready for you as well. And I thought, and I turned and looked at my wife. I said, hey, that's pretty nice. They're giving us a gift bag on top of a really good rate here. This should be nice. So we go up to our room, and it's you know it's a it's pretty crummy. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of bed bugs are probably you gonna, moved out. Are you going to say the name of it? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, or I, oh. I certainly would. Was it? Was it? It was like more a of Howard's a mom Johnson? and pop sort of place. Yeah. Uh, no, it was kind of a more of a mom. I, I think it was like you know, McGillicuddy's Motel. Or I mean, I didn't have a 
corporate <laughs> name on it. I think I did not. It was on the Oregon coast somewhere. Okay. And so uh, there's a knock at the door after we've checked in, and and uh, there's a guy out there, and he says, oh, Hi, uh, sir, I uh, just came to give you our gift bag, and uh, again, our thanks for you staying here at our motel. And he <laughs> literally hands us a brown paper bag. And it and it's a, not a brand new brown paper bag. It's used. It's got the words "gift bag" written in uh, black magic marker, and it's all wrinkly. It's wrinkly because they use it over and over again. And it's got like little those little tiny soaps in it, and uh, oh, how uh, lovely! Yeah, like a book of matches. I mean, just some random stuff that's in this so-called gift bag. <laughs> that they Tooth must have pick, gotten out of the dumpster, and and it was so <laughs> hilarious. We had to hang oh, on to it, save oh. it, take pictures of it, show it to everybody. <laughs> so sometimes uh, the audacity of <laughs> of really kind of not understanding what that they're in the service business, right, is, is funny. I, yeah, I would have just advised them. You know what? Don't offer a gift bag. People will like you even better. Right, then, unless there's a real gift in there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very funny. One of my brothers got married years ago, and they, you know, like many of us, have, when we're younger, we don't have a lot of dough. So they got married at one of those wedding chapel places. This was in Vancouver, Washington, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's right. And it, so it was kind of a, a schlocky place. It wasn't, you know, like the place where you, you might dream of getting married, but but by golly, they were going to get married, and this was the where it was. And our entire family went to it, and uh, it was the same kind of deal. They, uh, w- w- the, they, they had all kinds of little, you know, like toiletry things, and they were giving all the attendees, and uh, and 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 the newly wedded couple, as if that was going to clinch the deal, <laughs> and assure the longevity of the marriage. That's nice. It was it was so hilariously tacky that it defied imagination. But you know, it's there's a club that says, "Man, I don't know people." Mm-hmm. Unless there's people like that Lisa Foster who stayed here last week and <laughs> has to make a big thing of it. I think I most people and will... see. I don't feel like I'm demanding in any sense. I feel like it's very reasonable to expect a certain level of things if I'm paying for it. Now, if it were free, you're right. It'd be like, just shut up and you get what you get. But when you pay an extra 20% and you pay an extra three, if I'm paying, I'm demanding, baby. That's it. Hey, I'm, see, that's all. I'm expecting is what I'm saying. Speaking of that, have you ever received any, or you, 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 essentially purchase something and and then you find out that through some sort of clerical error or accounting snafu or whatever that what you intended to pay for in fact nobody has charged you anything for it uh yeah i have a a friend who got a just a great big beautiful television set and (gasps) oh really and they never charged him for it and he and he claims, I'm not so sure about this guy, but he claims that they tried on several occasions to to rectify the mistake. I'm saying, hey, you know what? We never received a bill for this TV set. I think somebody might have missed it there. 
uh, and uh, and the, he claims that uh, after two or three attempts, they just shrugged and said, "Okay, I guess we got a huh. free TV." Wow! And this That's... happened with a snowblower that I bought a couple years ago. One wow. of those things, and it was at Sears of all places. And then I'm thinking, well, no wonder Sears is falling. It's going out of business. Apart, yeah. they can't even they can't even remember right. to charge people for things that they have. Yeah. But uh, same thing. We we tried to fix it a couple times, and uh, and they said, well, no. According to our records here, you uh, you're all paid up on this thing. So at some point, okay. What what am I? What are we supposed to do? What's the right thing to do? I guess is what I'm saying. Should you well pack it back into the truck and drive no, it back to no, the place and say no. here. No, I mean you already asked them. You already brought it to their attention. It's yep. up to them. The know. reason I brought this all up is because I'm building a fence on the deck of our house. Ah. And uh, and we ha- we bought a gate for it, and the gate, uh, the Home Depot, kind of forgot to charge us for this gate. Oh. And um, and it turns out this gate may not work on a, on this fence anyway. So my wife did you said, have everything delivered, or did you go pick it we up? Picked with it your, up with your pickup truck. Yeah. Okay. So I said. So uh, you went through. So you ordered everything, or you went to the store and they scanned everything and forgot to scan the gate. Apparently, yeah, it's not on our. It's not on the receipt. Huh. And and Home Depot is a little bit uh, funky in that way because of the way they check people out. There'll yeah. be guys, especially in the contractors line, they might have a pile of lumber over here and then right. some you know paint in this and and it I could see where they would could easily more easily miss an item yeah. because they're spread yeah. out. Right. Uh but in in this case I, I don't know what went well, wrong. Let me ask you. So let me the reason I'm mentioning what, it is because this gate it turns out may not right. work. So you're going to have to take it back. No. Let me ask no, you. No, no, we we you know nothing ventured nothing gained. Oh, well, I see what you're we saying. We say, well, well it didn't cost us anything if it doesn't work doesn't work it's a free gate how much are we talking well i don't know 60 65 bucks maybe i don't think that's uh you know it's not i don't the think right home depot is going to go under I, I know but that does not the point i don't think it's the right thing to do but here's a here's no, a lesson not. here's a lesson i here's a lesson i taught my uh my younger 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 cousins um, when they were little, I took a took a bunch of them to a, a um, what do you call those things? Amusement park. It was called Go- a Great America down here when I lived in California, and something like that. And one of the boys, so he was probably about five, he was about five years old, and we were at this. Uh, this was back when I was married. Yeah, we had all the kids there, and he found a camera. Uh, so this would have been back in the eighties, and he found a camera. He's like, look. I found a camera, Aunt Lisa. I turned my camera on. I cut my fingers on the way. On the way. The way of slipping away. I turned my fingers on. You made me untouchable for life. Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't alone. He goes, can I keep it? And I said, uh, Sam. You certainly may, young man. No, I said, here's what I said. I said, Sam, what is the right thing to do here? Keep and he it? Thought, he thought for a moment and he said, Throw it and well, smash it against a wall? The right thing to do is to turn it in and see if somebody, and that's the right thing to do. And I said, okay, as long as you know what the right thing to do is, you can keep it. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> That's how I taught the That's kids. That's too good of a story to be true. <laughs> it is true. He tells it to this day. Oh, my God. <laughs> because of all the things I remember. As I long remember as you the know. Camera. As long as you know what the right thing to do is, you can keep it. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always doing the right thing. That's right. I'm always, I'm always doing the right thing. Help me now What am I supposed to do with this? What am I supposed to know about this? What am I supposed to have in my hands? What is written on that paper you have now? I'm always doing the right thing Yeah, and no wonder I don't have any children of my own that I know of. Oh, that's so, a good, that's a good story. I like that one. So you sent me your uh, picture of your fence, which looks which looks really good. I'll have you know that I completed my fence over Memorial Day weekend um, with the help of a handy person who quit in the middle of the project. Do you want to know what he said to me? Uh, yeah. This is too hard. I can't. This is too hard. I can't. I can't do this. I said, "What are you talking about?" We've got the wood, you need a wood, you need a saw, you need a level, and you need a screw gun. We got everything. Let's go. Chop, chop, chop. Let's do it. Let's do it. I built the rest of this fence with my dog Nanny's ex-boyfriend last year. Look at it. It looks perfect. Yeah, no, I just, I can't do it. So he quit in the middle of the project. I've never heard of that. Anybody just saying, it's too hard. What a wimp. What a wimp. And I was furious. So I, and I hired a couple of high school boys to do things like sweeping and picking up stuff and bringing us lumber and all that. And even the high school boys were like, geez, what a wimp. We just helped our dad build his fence last week and it's not that hard. So I went on nextdoor.com and I posted a posting that said, hey, I had a guy who abandoned it. And, and it makes me mad because he, he was just so slow at everything. But I just, I still promised him the work. He was so slow. I have a head my fun now. If I don't get well no more. You see my health is failing me. And I am going down slow. Yes I am. And I said, well, I'm not going to fire him because I promised him the work for that weekend. But the fact that I was willing to uphold my end of the deal and he was willing to bail out on his end really annoyed the hell out of me. Did you? Uh, so I said, fine. I paid him. And I said, did he say something like, away. well, I can't finish it. It's not it is too hard. But also, I just took a job in California doing room service for Hilton Hotels. <laughs> No, so anyway, so I got a great guy. It was so great. They, I had several people. I figured I wasn't going to find anybody Memorial Day weekend, and that's the whole weekend, that four days that I had set aside to get my fence done because I had stuff to do and I had to get back to work. So I was uh, surprised. I found somebody. They came over, and uh, the boys came back. The high school kids came back, and we got her knocked out in three days. So. It's fantastic. Brand new cedar fence, all done. It's not hard. What a weenie. What a weenie. I don't want much. What a weenie. I just want a little bit. What a weenie. No, I don't want it all. What a weenie. 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 I just want a little bit. What a weenie. Just a teeny weeny bit. Just a teeny weeny bit of your love. Now, there might have been something else going on. You don't know. Well, 
Yeah, I did um, say to the boys, listen, while you're out here sweeping and cleaning, you can turn the Amazon Alexa to anything that you want to hear, okay? I'm going to run down to the lumber store and get some more screws, and I'll be back. When I got back. So so you come back, and there's Beethoven blaring. Do you want to know what they had on they had the nastiest gangster rap at the peak volume in the garage. And I think <laughs> that's what sent the handyman over the edge. And it was explicit lyrics about explicit bodily acts. Well, there you go. Bo- with that, body that, is, that probably is what sent him over the These yeah. clean-cut, white-bred, nice ace high school students, sports, good kids, and they were listening to the nastiest song. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't care what you listen to as long as you get the work done. You can listen to this all day long. Doesn't bother me a bit. Let's just get the job done. But it was pretty nasty. I remember uh, my son... Uh, Chris was uh, he and his contemporaries. Uh, they I don't know how old they were, early teens if they were even in their teens yet. They really got into rap music, and they started thinking that they were gangsters. And there were all these just white guys living on the east side of town, you know. Yeah. And I remember we did a bit a base predicated on that. These guys are trying to be hipsters, and they 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 want to inhabit a world that they really aren't a part of. We did do a bit for the show, uh, Almost Live, that was based on that guy that was doing a, uh, he was talking gangsta stuff uh, down in his basement. He's doing a little broadcast. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to Just Pimpin'. I'm your main man, the sinister minister, Mr. Loke Dog. <laughs> and you know me, the real deal, Mr. Smoke Dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is Just Pimpin', the only show for the true players and playheads coming out the east side. Talking about B-Town, baby. Yeah, that's right, dog. Bellevue, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I play the part of the dad who kind of comes down and interrupts the broadcast. I'm wearing a, a Boy Scout uh, counselor's outfit. Hey, guys, your dad is here to give you a ride home. Hi, right, boys. All right, let's get going. We don't want to be late for that troop meeting, huh? Come on. We're doing the show. I don't believe this. I mean, see him. Turn the camera off. I don't know. I, I, I always thought rap music would run the course of disco music, that it would be a thing for a while, and then it would disappear no but man has it endured and it's yeah, incredibly yeah. popular and the mm-hmm. top uh, rap masters are just making so much money uh, yeah. they've they've become a they call they call that cheddar colossal cheddar. industry they're making it's amazing big big fat stacks of cash and there's some of that stuff that i actually like quite a bit uh <laughs> Really? Yeah, I do. I I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, you got to give it a, a fair listen no, to some of it. No, 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 I don't. It, it can be pretty catchy. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. This is one that that I like uh, quite a bit because it's catchy. And they've been around forever. A tribe called Quest. What do you think? Um, yeah. yeah, no. Okay. No. No. Um, look, uh, we're just about out of time, and I have a joke. Wait, that... okay. Can I tell you one more thing? Oh, sure. Yeah. 
No, I, I guess not. Yeah, you can. No, I have to tell you one more thing. So remember, I started complaining about my lawn and my moles last um, last fall, and I have now decided that I have to kill the moles. I've tried everything. I've talked to them. I've tried moving them out. I've tried sending them to the movies, but they just keep coming. So I hired a mole company to come set the traps and kill them. So the mole company came and caught two of them uh, in, I believe it was um, February, January, February. So I thought everything was good. Well, they came back. So he caught three more of them. And so you know what they do when they catch them? Uh, They they try to rehabilitate them? (laughs) They bury them like in the hole. They they take them out of the trap and then they bury them they're like it's that's like, what we do it's like a mob a mobster thing it's a, i guess it's a warning right. to other moles you want to you want to end up like this right keep coming around so they did that this last week and i've been on this trip for a while and my dog nanny called me the other night she said so you know i was um i let uh quince and baby sherman outside and it how was very old nice. is this person she's about 12 you're leaving her she, in charge no she's not she's yeah she's in her she's 20 <clears throat> so she said and it was a very nice day and she had the the door open and she said all of a sudden, I just didn't know where Sherman was, and I came outside, and I, I opened the door, and I look, and he's he's sniffing at the ground, and he had dug up one of the moles. <laughs> and and she said, it was just so gross, and he's sitting there, but he wasn't carrying it around in his mouth. He was just sitting there sniffing it. So the body the, snatcher. Yeah, she had the horrible job of having to take it and stick it back in the hole, and then she put a big rock over it. So And now every time he runs out to go to the bathroom, where do you think he goes? Oh, I know. Right Right Don, to the rock. remember stuff. He's like, I want that mole so bad. Mm. Oh, and of course, disgusting. he can smell it. He knows it's, it's disgusting. There. Yeah. yeah. One died and a burying. One died and a burying. Some crying, six carrying me. I want to be free. All right. Okay, well, ready. we have come to a an end now. I, the joke I'm going to tell you. Uh, let me just say in advance that you're probably not going to like it. Wow, you never ever do a. Yeah, um, but I just I love jokes like this, and they're and it's really stupid, and it's incredibly <laughs> lengthy, and so you may feel like at the end of the joke, man, that that wasn't much of a payoff for all of my time. Then why are you telling it? Well, if you hate the joke, uh, I will, uh, I'll never tell one quite like it again. But if you like the joke, then Uh-oh. Uh, I've okay. won. It, it, it'll be a successful effort. Well, remember, though, I'm not your own, only audience. Oh, we have I know. 14, we have 14 other people that listen to this just, podcast. <laughs> if, so if, if you If just think, one of those 14 people okay. likes this joke, then okay. my job is done. Perfect. Okay. Is that a helicopter hovering over your property yes, right it is. now? Wow. You can hear that, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My uh, my dogs are sitting in the back here. It's nice because this dog, this new dog of ours, Oliver, uh, he takes off at this least provocation. He'll run after people on bicycles, joggers, <laughs> other dogs, yes. and uh, and then he, and he won't come. He does not know how to come. Oliver, come. Won't. He <laughs> won't. Just looks at you. What, you, what like does that cat. mean? I'm doing yeah. something else right now. See you later. <laughs> so, uh, so we got to contain him, and uh, that's what. And that's why you built the fence. The, the fence is is principally for him. 
but it also yeah. just looks really good. It's yeah, like it I've does added look another good. room to this house. It really does look good. I love the picture you sent oh, me. Thank you. Thank it's you. really nice. Yeah. You did a good job. I can't believe it. I've never done anything this manly before. <laughs> yes. yeah. I think I built a I built a rock part of a rock wall one time and then we built a like a fireplace <clears throat> for a wood stove one time, but that usually nothing ever turns out well. This one, not bad. Yeah. You got skills, man. Mad skills. Here's a quick Rodney Dangerfield joke. Uh, a girl phoned me the other day and said, come on over. There's nobody home. I went over. Nobody was home. <laughs> okay. Now, here is the joke I don't think you'll like, but All right. who knows? Okay, here we go. Once upon a time, there was a famous black knight on a black horse who desired the hand of a fair princess. So he rode to the castle where the princess lived to seek permission from her father, the king. Who goes there? demanded the castle gatekeeper. It is the black knight on the black horse, replied the knight. I wish to see the king. Not the black knight on the black horse. Yes, the black knight on the black horse. Oh, well, very well, you may come through. So they opened the, the gate and the knight entered the royal chamber. And the king said, Who is it? He said, It is the black knight on the black horse. I've come to ask for the hand of your daughter, the princess Romana. Not the black knight on the black horse. Yes, the black knight on the black horse. Well... Before you can marry my daughter, you must obtain a golden ring from the golden dragon. I shall do that, said the knight, and he rode off to find the golden dragon. You still with me? I'm here. Okay. So he found the golden dragon in its lair, and the dragon goes, Who goes there? It is the black knight on the black horse. I've come to claim the golden ring with which I may marry the king's daughter, the Princess Romana. Not the black knight on the black horse, said the golden dragon. <laughs> yes, the black knight on the black horse. So the golden dragon handed him the golden ring, and the knight rode back to the castle. The gatekeeper at the castle said, Who goes there? It is the black knight on the black horse. Not the black knight. <laughs> You're doing good, though. <laughs> Not the black knight on the black horse. Yes, the black knight on the... Uh, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Yes, the black... <laughs> Let me back up. Who goes there? The Black Knight on the Black Horse! Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse! Yes. Yes. The Black, the Knight, black Knight on, on the, black, the horse. black Horse. I'm here to see the king. Very well, come through. So the Black Knight enters the royal chamber. Who is it? said the king. It is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse! Yes. The Black Knight on the Black Horse. I have obtained the golden ring from the golden dragon that you said I should get. Now may I ask the hand of your daughter, the Princess Romana? 
Before you can marry my daughter, says the king, you must also obtain the emerald ring from the green dragon. Oh boy. I shall do that, said the knight, and he rode off in search of the green dragon. The green dragon was in its lair. Who goes there? It said, hearing the sound of approaching hooves. You're not going to believe what he says. <laughs> it is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. <laughs> I have come to claim the emerald ring with which I may marry the king's daughter, the Princess Romana. Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse! Yes, the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Some people are riding by on their bicycles right now. <laughs> Has anybody about. has anybody stopped just to see where the story goes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a guy who's been here for about ten minutes. This better pay off. Okay, now where was I? Oh yeah, so the emerald, the emerald yes, green dragon. Yes, yes, the black knight on the black horse. So the green dragon hands the emerald ring to the black knight. Okay, and he rode back to the castle. None of this is a surprise at this point. Who goes there? demanded the gatekeeper. <laughs> it is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Black Horse. I'm here to see the king. Not the Black Knight, Knight on, on the, the Black, Black Horse. Horse. Yes. The Black Knight, Black Knight on, on, the, Black on Horse. the Black Horse. Have you heard this before? No, I haven't. You're just kind of mimicking it word for word. It just it seems predictable so to the, me. But does it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the way I'm telling it. So, so the gatekeeper says, uh, by the way, if you're just joining us, he says, who goes there? And he says, it is the black knight on the black horse. Right. I'm here to see the king. Not the black knight on the black horse. Yes, the black knight on the black horse. Very well, come in. So the knight enters the royal chamber. And the king says, Who is it? Oh, jeez. It is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Yes, the, bla the Black Knight black on the knight. Black Horse. I have obtained the emerald ring from the Green Dragon, and now I have come to ask for the hand of your daughter, the Princess Romana. Oh, boy. Before you can marry oh, my daughter, no. says the king, Oh no! you must also obtain the ruby ring. I knew it was going to be a ruby. From the I, red, from the red dragon. dragon. I'm sure knew you it. haven't heard this before. No, I just... I oh man, the payoff is going to be so great. <laughs> so the knight says, ruby ring from the red dragon. I shall do that. And the knight rides off in search of the red dragon. The dragon was in its lair and... Most dragons hook, but, sound pretty yeah. much the same. So the dragon, right. red dragon says, Who goes there? Maybe it's a girl dragon this time. Maybe change it up a bit. Uh, Could it be a girl dragon? Yeah, but it still has that same voice. Oh. Who goes there? <laughs> said the, <laughs> the girl red dragon. girl dragon, <laughs> hearing the sound of approaching hooves. Oh, God. And he says... It is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Black Horse. Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse! <laughs> yes, a Black Knight on the Black Horse. I have come to claim the ruby ring so that I may marry the king's daughter, the Princess Romana. The red, red, red Dragon hands the Black Knight the ruby ring and the knight rides back to the castle. The gatekeeper says, 
Who goes there? It is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Not the Black... <laughs> I can't believe how long this joke is. Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Yes, a Black Knight on the Black Horse. I am here to see the king. Very well, come through. So the knight enters the royal chamber. Who is it? Says the king. It is the Black Knight on the Black Horse. Not the Black Knight on the Black Horse? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Are we almost done? Yes, the Black or, Knight or, on the or, Black or, Horse. Or, or I have obtained the through. ruby ring from the Red Dragon, and now I wish to ask for the hand of your daughter, the Princess Romana. Finally. And the king says, Very well. You have obtained all three rings. You may ask for the hand of my daughter, the Princess Romana. So the knight is escorted to the princess's cha chamber. Who is it? Asked the princess. It is the black knight on the black horse. Not the black knight on the black horse. Yes, the black knight on the black horse. Your father, the king, has given me permission to ask your hand in marriage. So, fair princess, will you marry me? No way. I actually like that. You do? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Because <laughs> that's bullshit right there. That is bullshit, that, what that poor guy went through. No, it's all oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Because my love is near Because my love is Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 